the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School. How's it going, my friends? Welcome back. Uh, all right, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I thought it was something funny that I... I was reading, so the Webster's Dictionary has all these new words. Every year there's new words, okay? So this year's words, uh, some of them, okay, the word cringe. Now, a new word uh, is either a new word or a completely new definition or uh, of a word, okay? So uh, cringe, so embarrassing, awkward, etc., as to cause one to cringe, all right? What the heck? This used to be a word called cringeworthy, all right? But apparently, people would say something like, oh, Joe Samos' podcast is so cringe. Uh, you guys talk that way to, you know, a little young in over here? <laughs> Joe Samos' podcast is so cringe. Uh, back in the day, you would have to say something like, Joe Samos' podcast is so cringeworthy, you know? Uh, but they've shortened it to cringe, so that's a new word. Another word, adorkable. Uh, adorkable, socially awkward or quirky in a way that is endearing, right? So like some sort of a dorky, uh, thing. And then you say, oh, that's so, that's so adorkable, Zeke, <laughs> right? Uh, and then the funniest one here for me, look or look, all right? A fashion look that is distinctive to the wearer and that is noticeable and memorable to others. Uh, what the heck? So kind of like, uh, oh, she's got the look, but she's got the look. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that's why those are some new words, my friends. I think they're all kind of sus, if you ask me. Ah, da -da 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 -da. That is also a new word. Sus. S-U-S, short for suspicious. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, cool. So let's talk about... Kobe Bean Bryant, um, wonderful, wonderful basketball player, uh, loved by many. Uh, he was born in 1978, uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, now, his dad, uh, Joe Jellybean Bryant, um, you know, he was a very good basketball player. He played for the San Diego Clippers, um, one of the teams he played for. Uh, back in the day before they made the horrible decision to leave our city and go to Los Angeles. Um, and uh, so Kobe Bryant in the 1996 draft was picked 13th. That means 12 teams said, nah, not interested. Uh, and they picked some other players. Uh, and obviously he was, uh, you know, one of the best picks ever. And he, <laughs> okay, get this. The Charlotte Hornets of all teams, they were the ones that picked Kobe Bryant. And then for some crazy reason, they traded him to Los Angeles Lakers. You guys know who they got in return? Vladi Divac. <laughs> good job. Good job. Let's see. You know, obviously, you know, an amazing basketball player. Uh, he ended up uh, retiring and, uh, you know, he was doing a lot, uh, you know, post-retirement. And he had three daughters, uh, and he was, like, very involved with his girls and, and active and, and all that great stuff, right? Uh, and you know the story, you know, on January 26, 2020, so we're <clears throat> uh, a little over three years ago. Uh, so he was, you know, he, he was in a helicopter, crashed, uh, you know, everyone, everyone died, him and including Kobe Bryant and his daughter, uh, his daughter Gigi, uh, 
God, it's short for Jana. Um, anyway, I mean, obviously, a very, very sad day and, and all that, right? Uh, now, how this lawsuit comes about and how we're going to get here, um, and the settlement was $28,500,000 that the county of Los Angeles has to cough up to Kobe Bryant's family, all right? Um, and and just, just, to, just to some basics here is that during the crash, it was kind of, you know, it got out that Kobe Bryant died, you know? And then even the media, TMZ, uh, they, were, they were like driving over there and the sheriff started like blocking roads so that people couldn't get, you know, close, uh, you know, and then some company, some media outlets were like doing aerial, you know, like, like from like a helicopter or drone or whatever, they're trying to get pictures of what happened. And they got some, you know, um, especially the days after, you know, when, when they were like, when the crews were there trying to, uh, not clean up, but trying to investigate and, and take the debris and, you know, after the bodies were removed. So there's a lot of pictures of it, but the key pictures, <laughs> okay. The ones in question here goes like this. There were some Los Angeles sheriffs and fire, uh, fighters, firefighters. Okay. Who had their own little pictures on their, you know, from their cell phone, okay? So they took some pictures of the late Kobe Bryant and it was like, a, I don't know, a trophy or something interesting or whatever, you know, that, ha that they have these pictures. And um, the short version is that among the, the department and, you know, the buddies and stuff, they were kind of sharing, oh, check this out, check this out. You know, they're sharing the picture among themselves. Um, and then, I mean, here's the testimony. There was a, you know... Witnesses during the trial included, okay, there was one deputy that showed images from the scene to two people at a bar. Like, one of the guys was at a bar, like, was like a Baja California bar or, or something called like that. And he's like, hey, check this out, you know, to like random people, like a couple of random people. That's how it all came out, because one of those persons were so upset to see the pictures that he uh, sent a complaint to the sheriff's department. Uh, and that's how everything started. Okay, there was one fire official who showed the images to other uh, firefighters during an, uh, an award ceremony at cocktail hour. So during cock, you know, they were like, hey, check this out, check this out. Another deputy uh, shared the photos while playing a video game, <laughs> okay? Like they were, he was at some, did anyone ever go to an arcade nowadays? <laughs> Is it an arcade? Uh, yeah, okay. And then um, one person, th there was an allegation that one of the firefighters airdropped the photo to another firefighter, like from their personal phones. Um and then uh, one firefighter had a um, that was suspected to have these photos had a deleted hard drive. So, you know, it was kind of uh, it was sus that his uh, his his uh, hard drive was deleted. Now, now comes the lawsuit. OK, so then Vanessa Bryant files this lawsuit saying that these photos were, were damaging to her and upsetting to her. Right. Um, and that she files the lawsuit in September 17, 2020. So that is only about eight months after the crash. Okay, so she files that lawsuit eight months after the crash. Um, and the first order of business, jurisdiction. Okay, she filed the lawsuit in Los Angeles in the state court against the county of Los Angeles. Now, um, and she filed it for, you know, things like negligence and a breach of her constitutional rights, you know, the 14th Amendment right to privacy. Uh, and then and, uh, you know, so, so she filed it in the state court. This is the kind of shocking part to me uh, is this you I would think that a part of it is they sh they would have wanted to file it in a federal court because 
They're suing. You're allowed if you sue the state, you know, in any city is, is considered part of the state, right? So if you're allowed, if you're suing a city to sue them in the federal court, if there's a federal question, and here there is, which is, did they violate her federal constitutional rights? Okay. Uh, but they chose to sue in the state court. What the county of Los Angeles did, and I, I'm, I'm shocked kind of that the county insisted on removing it from the state court to the federal court. Um, so now it's, it's weird. It, the county wants the lawsuit to go out of the county courthouse and to the federal courthouse. Why would they do that? Okay. The only reason would be there's a procedural issue that is better in federal court for defendants. And that is this in California state court to get an award in a civil case, you just need like nine, uh, sometimes 10 out of 12 jurors to agree with you um, and to agree on a number. Whereas in federal court, all 12 have to agree. Okay, so there's that procedural issue that is a little better for the defendants in a federal court. Okay, I don't know of any other benefit that, that, that why they would do that. So they removed it to the federal court, the federal court accepted. Okay, and now we have a case in the federal court. The trial ultimately took 11 days. <laughs> I, I That one is shocking to me. Why would it take 11 days? Um, and, and mind you, we are not, we are not going over, um, you know, did the pilot make mistakes? What, did the air traffic control make mistakes? Was the helicopter not built correctly? You know, whatever. None of that. We're not even going over who's at fault for, for killing Kobe Bryant, right? None of that. We're just going over these photos. And I, okay, this is why lawyers, um, you know, and, and, yeah, similar to basketball analysts, right? You had the best, best, best basketball scouts say that these 12 other players in the year 1996 were better than Kobe Bryant, right? And all 12 of them were wrong, <laughs> all right? Uh, even Michael Jordan was picked third in the draft, okay? So anyway, uh, so, so the same applies with lawyers because a lot of lawyers, myself included, and obviously the lawyers, and they had dozens of lawyers and law firms that represented Los Angeles County. They did not think that this case is worth millions of dollars because come on, it's, you know, from their standpoint, it's like, okay, what happened was these photos never got out like these particular photos. They were never on the internet. If you saw photos on the internet, that's from, you know, uh, media. Okay. And the, the media pictures are not like close up. They're not, you know, like, 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 you know, here is the dead body and here's exactly how it looks. Okay. So, um, the photos never got out. What happened was the sheriff's department, once they found out about this, they they brought the the sheriffs in and 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 had a you know a talking to and and everyone deleted the photos and they never got out they never got on the internet they never got anywhere okay uh, so Vanessa Bryant's claim is only that she was upset that the photos were shared with people that never disseminated it like. Completely publicly. It's, the word public is kind of weird because 
uh, Vanessa Bryant's lawyer said, once you share it with one person who's not in the police force for this kind of like, you know, gossipy uh, reasoning, that's you just shared it with the public. You know, okay. Um, I mean, hey, what? Who am I to say otherwise? The jury agreed with it. Okay, so, um, so she was just so upset, right? That that these photos were taken, and that possibly one day the you know that they will come out. And, and and theoretically, right? To this day, you we don't know where the photos are. It's you know, like that missing hard drive or, or somebody, you know, maybe he emailed it to himself or he saved it on one phone. He sent it to another phone and saved it on that phone. Like we don't know. Right. So to this day, it could come out. All right. These photos. Um, so, <laughs> you know, some of the, uh, interesting things in the federal lawsuit, by, by the way, in September of that same year, the California enacted a law it was called as the Kobe Bryant law which says that if police ever do this again, it's a criminal act. If they share, you know, photos, you know, of dead bodies uh, for anything other than like an official police business, you know, like like police records or sharing it with a doctor or a forensics analyst or whatever. Um, if it's for this gossipy reasoning, it's a it's a, you know, a, a violation of the penal code. All right. Um, but <laughs> get this. OK, so. Some of the the lawsuit then uh, it was removed and and uh, in, in March 2021, so it started in the federal court, and it took a year and a half before it got to trial, and it was a very litigious year and a half. Uh, one of the motions that the Kobe Bryant's wife's lawyers had to file. All right, notice a motion, and uh, they had to file a plaintiff's motion uh, compliance with subpoena for cell phone records. Okay. What, what they did, and I'll save you a lot of, uh, you know, <laughs> I could talk, I could have a whole episode just on that motion. And what it is, is they asked the, the sheriff, they said, we want uh, these particular sheriffs and firefighters cell phones. We want the actual physical cell phones. And that way, you know, we could have our computer tech analysts look at them and, and, and get all the pictures and, and all that jazz, right? Um, so, so that was the, the, the discovery. That's what they wanted, right? Cause they got to prove that all this happened. So it's kind of weird that, um, she, <laughs> they don't want the pictures to get out and they're upset that pictures were shared right now. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird irony. Now they want to get the pictures and they want them shared this way to see what they are and, 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 and where were they? Okay. Uh, which kind of increases the chances that somehow it'll get leaked, but um, and then, and then this is the crazy part. They weren't getting it. Like they weren't getting any of these pictures. They weren't getting cell phones that had these pictures. Right. So they had to fight and file extra motions to get them. Now, why am I going through all of this? It just shows that the, you know, it was all kept pretty secret. You know, I think it's, it's pretty clear what happened is these jerks kind of took these pictures and they were sharing it. And once it, once it became clear that, that that this was going on, they all deleted it or they, you know, whatever, they hit it somewhere and and they stopped. And then somehow, luckily, it didn't get up. It didn't all get out. Right. Uh, but anyway, it was just kind of crazy that they had to do uh, extra, extra work to try to find what they didn't want to get out. <laughs> all right. OK, so. Uh, oh, let sleeping dogs lie. That's what I was trying to, to, to think of. They didn't let sleeping dogs lie. All right. Um, one of the funny emotions, this was, uh, I, I get a kick out of this. Get this. At one point they wanted to file, um, 
they wanted to file a motion, okay? And <laughs> to file the motion, there was a, um, there's certain like paperwork that has to be filed when you file a motion. And this was for some other issue, like in the case, like a discovery issue. Uh, and then in, in some motions in the federal court, there are page limits, okay? And in this particular one, there were, they want to file a motion, and in one of the one of the many documents, okay, it's called the uh, Memorandum of Points and Authorities, in, and then <laughs> in one of those uh, documents, there's a five-page limit, all right, five pages. The lawyers for Vanessa Bryant wanted to file a document that was 12 pages, which is more than five pages, right? So, da-da-da-da-da, God, I love legal work. They had to file a motion so that in the other motion, they could get the page limit increased. Are you with me? So that was a whole motion and there was a whole hearing and there had to be like, why do you need those extra pages? And, and the different lawyers are arguing it and, and writing declarations like, I really need those seven extra pages, your honor. Uh, otherwise, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Dude. This, this reminds me one time, uh, this was a long, long time ago. Uh, I, I remember like I was fighting something like I needed a case, like we were about to go to trial and we needed an extra witness and he was out of the country or something. So we needed the trial continued and I filed a motion to get the trial continued. The other party, you know, the other lawyer opposed it. And I remember I went to the hearing uh, and then I won. And then I just remember being home and saying, oh yeah, yeah cool. My wife asked like, how did it go? I'm like, yeah, we won. And she said, oh, Rod, you won the whole case? And I'm like, wait a minute. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> the whole case? Are you freaking crazy? I, that part, I have to say it quietly, like to myself. Are you crazy? You know, <laughs> because no, we didn't win the whole case. All we won was a motion to have the case continued. But it's really funny because that whole thing was like a mini trial to get it done. Okay, now let's go back to the case. All right. Now, uh, finally, we have a trial in this case, and it was in August of 2022, all right? And it was an 11-day trial going over, like, what they did, and, and Vanessa Bryant had to testify about how, you know, painful this was for her, um, and, and, and there was a, it was like an, another, there was a father who lost his wife and, and child in the crash, and, and he also filed uh, a lawsuit, you know, so, so there was more than one plaintiff here. Um, you know, so, you know, that person testified, the County testified, they had psychology experts testifying about the effect that, you know, the fact that, you know, her, you know, Kobe Bryant died and then her, her little girl died. And now all of a sudden there's these photos and, and that's going to make a devastating situation more devastating. Okay. Uh, the jury awarded Vanessa Bryant in August 2022 $15 million. And that $15 million was to compensate her for not her husband's death, you know, not the plane crash or the helicopter crash, but just to compensate her for the fact that sheriffs were showing these photos that never got out. Okay. And that it, uh, what did get out is that they did that. <laughs> All right. On, this is where I was saying about the uh, a lot of experts. I, If you would have asked me a long time ago, I don't think I would have said that a jury would give $15 million 
for the emotional suffering for having those photos shared, you know, because it's like, I think, I think a jury would have said, you know what, like the real hurt was not the photos, damn it. It was what happened, you know, not that the photos were shared. So I think it, you know, I would have estimated it that it would have been a lot lower. Obviously the Los Angeles County lawyers, you know, would have done the same thing. Now, after August, 2022, the lawyers for the county uh, wanted to look at their options and their options were to appeal the case. Uh, they had options, you know, to try to get the judge to reduce that award. Okay. And, and what, you know, those type of things. Right. Um, and then Vanessa Bryant has the option to appeal uh, saying that the, the jury uh, cheated her and awarded her too little. Okay. Or, you know, if some other motions, you know, were, were done in between that should have been ruled otherwise. Uh, so Vanessa Bryant could appeal. There's one thing that ordinarily, or it was in this case, if you have a, like a breach of the federal constitutional rights, then you have uh, the opportunity to seek uh, attorney fees. So she could have, you know, maybe asked for attorney fees, you know, I don't know, maybe that could have been like, whatever, maybe the judge would have awarded her like half a million or a million dollars for attorney fees. Um, you know, so she could have asked for, for more. Now, what happened from August 2022 to February 2023, so what is that, about eight months, you know, all the parties were, were looking at their various options of appeal um, and, uh, you know, requests for more money from Vanessa Bryant to, you know, or requests for to have the judge reduce it. Sometimes you could do that. You could have a judge reduce what the jury said, okay? What they agreed on was to give... Vanessa Bryant, an additional 13 and a half million because the county was so scared that the judge would have given her a lot more money. Um, and there was like a couple of issues that, you know, the federal court said we will address, you know, the constitutional issues. And if the, you know, some of these like state breaches of law, you know, go, you know, because the California has its own constitution you know, go to the, go back to the state court for those issues. We'll just handle the other issue, you know? So the county was so nervous that they would lose the appeal uh, and that a judge or an appellate judge, or maybe if it does go back to the state court for the other issues would give her so much more money that instead of taking that risk, they agreed to pay the $15 million. They agreed not to appeal it. And they agreed to give her another 13 and a half million, totaling 28 and a half million. Wow, <laughs> that is a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, uh, I don't know. I am, um, I am shocked. I have a feeling, you know, I was discussing it with a, a bunch of other people uh, before today. And, and I just have this feeling like if this would have happened to somebody other than Kobe Bryant, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if a jury would have done this. I mean, the jury in Los Angeles, I'll tell you one thing that the people in Los Angeles, they love the Lakers and they love Kobe Bryant, you know? So um, I don't know if it was someone else. I don't think they would have gotten this much money. You know, if it was freaking pictures of Joe Sam, I've been like, who cares? No, I don't say that, but, but you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, well, I would love to know what you think, all right? And as always, my friends, thanks for sharing your news and comments. I got a bunch of comments over the week, and I loved all of them. Uh, God bless you all, and I'll see you next week. Bye.